And we back for the second time for those <laughs> in the room. We back with another episode of Save and Such. First episode out of sabbatical. It's feeling good. Spent time with Jesus. This is crazy because we just did. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were having some technical issues at first. Right. We were speaking and he wasn't even recording, but it's okay. It's Take okay. Shout out to our producer. Yeah. Yeah, Rashawn. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a special guest on the show. We got all the way from Alabama. We got Britley Humphrey. My kingdom yes. sister, yes. podcaster, ten toes behind Jesus, yes. former track star, LSU, yes. <laughs> also the little sister of Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey. Yes. Shout out to the flock. I'm not a Ravens fan. I just want to shout y'all out. Mm. Shout out to the flock, man. Shout out to Big the trust flock. to the moon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. But um, yeah, man, let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and get started. We're going to start off with a mental health check-in. Yeah. One out of 10. 10 being the best, one being the least. How you doing spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? Um, So spiritually, I'm like an eight and a half. Me and mm-hmm. God, you know, we lacked in. Um, emo- <laughs> which, what was that? Mentally, I'm like an eight and a half. Um, physically, like a five. I'm tired. I've been running, working crazy, getting beat up, you know. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah. I work at a psych ward, so everyone knows that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I be getting beat up. You oh. want to see my warrior scars? Wow. Yeah. You ever been knocked out? That is interesting. Have you? <laughs> no, I have not. I was asking a real question. Go ahead. <laughs> How you feeling? Uh, oh, physically, six, a little tired. Well, not little, I'm real tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentally and spiritually, I say we're kind of the same with the eight. Eight okay. and a half range. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm about a eight across the board. I'm feeling good, okay. feeling great actually. Spending some time off of social media. I got up and went to my church this morning to pray before we came out here. So I'll hit you. yeah, so That's I good. I good. just wanted to you know what I mean get some energy, feel energetic anytime I spend start my day off with Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I feel like that's always good. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit on a couple of little topics though. But first one I believe we should start off with is friendships. Mm-hmm. Friendships mm-hmm. we're dealing in the kingdom. Good and bad, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, let's start off with it. How we feel about friendships and how we should got along with um, cooperating with people that like, not cooperating, but just dealing mm. with people that God brings into your life mm. and the ones that he takes away. Go ahead. You can start first. You look okay. like you got something. <laughs> uh, I just like to speak from like personal experiences mm-hmm. and friendships has been... Uh, one of the most important things that has helped grow my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I grew up in the church and through college, that was the time when I say I have fallen, well, have fell very, very short, yeah. you know, of what God has called me to be. And not to say that the people I was hanging around were bad, but they just weren't spiritually where I knew I needed mm-hmm. to be. And, you know, since college, moving back home, and it's crazy, like, all of the friends, I wouldn't say lost, but I guess we're not as close anymore. Mm -hmm. I pray to God, like, okay, well, if I'm not going to be close with them, like, send me somebody else. And friend by friend, God has, like, sent me people um, that were able to encourage me spiritually Mm -hmm. and also just be, you know, good people and Mm -hmm. a good friend. So, 
it's important to have good friends around and a good support group. So, yeah, I, I feel like <clears throat> since about maybe high school, I just felt like a lizard. Like I just was shedding, shedding friends. Like I think that's a snake. Lizard, lizard shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, I never heard that, but that was good. That I makes just, sense. See, you're a hater. It's <laughs> a good one. Hater. But yeah, I just been shedding like, um, I think, kind of like what Britley said. It became pretty clear to me, like in high in college, that I wasn't doing the things that I should have done, and I was mm-hmm. I was hanging with. I had some good friends in college actually, but you know, it's college. You get pulled into the wrong things. You start experimenting and seeing and just doing too much and closer to the end of college when I really started like reeling God was reeling me in I started losing more friends Mm -hmm. like high school was like the first little shedding because I just started to change like in general like I wasn't that kid anymore I was starting to turn into you know a young adult and then everything was fine and then close to the end of college just like every new transition I started shedding it and now I can say that I have friends that are like my accountability partners yeah. that really um like we had Bible studies. Like I wasn't doing that <laughs> back then. Like yeah. I was going to church every Sunday because that's what we do in our house. But when my relationship with God really formed for myself, that's when, you know, those godly friends I started looking for godly friendships. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard because sometimes when, you know, my friends they're like, where where my where Marie at? <laughs> We, this, we see you. Where Maria? And so it can be hard because I'm like, dang, we used to have so much fun. We used to mm-hmm. do this and do that. And it was a great time. But I'm just, it's hard. But at the same time, I feel like I really want to work on myself. And yeah. I really want what God wants for me. And so it's, it can be annoying to keep explaining like, y'all, I'm not doing this. I'm yeah. not doing that no more. Because it's like, come, come, mm-hmm. come, come, come. But... Yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress for sure. But I think it's important to have friends that definitely hold you accountable and that definitely are into the same things you're into. Yeah. Like, you can have your friends, you know, from from high school, middle school, and all that stuff. But it's real important to have friends that are grounded in Christ, too, because they'll keep you grounded. You'll keep them grounded. And it's a equally yoked type of thing. Uh, just piggybacking off of what you just said, which I thought was a great point about having, like, uh, friends that are you can be held accountable with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really only hang around people that's, like, really, like, anchored in God right now. Like, mm. really just want to serve Jesus, want to grow yeah. in Jesus. You know, I mean, of course, I have my, I still have associate, you know what I mean, and have friends, not just associate, yeah. but have friends who aren't saved. You know what mm. I mean? And that's, that's cool. I mean, that's mm. great, actually. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of times they were reaching out to me, mm-hmm. telling me, hey, can you pray for me? Hey, you know, yeah. asking me yeah. for wisdom, asking me for advice. You know what I mean? So just that type of thing as well is good as well. Don't you don't just have to have safe friends or right. yeah. people that go to church. Like I'm not saying that at all. But it does feel good having people around that like you can bring up Jesus at any time. Mm-hmm. Or friends that time. like somebody might pick up, hey man, I don't know why, but it feels like you're going through something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like just mm-hmm. having them friends with like the sermon and you know what I mean, just locked in. You know what I mean? When everybody That's around you is locked in, I believe like it's just unbelievable. It's an unbelievable feeling, mm-hmm. man. So it's just it's just good to have them friends. Yeah. And like when you said uh, friends around you, like with discernment mm-hmm. and I know faith is a big one because uh, right, right. to be honest, like some days the mm-hmm. mountain does look yeah. too big. Right, like, right. you know, it does look impossible to do this, do that. And so when you have friends around you, that's like, 
yo, snap out of it. Like, mm-hmm. we can do this. Like, right, keep right, pushing, right. keep praying, keep fasting. And story in the Bible, the paralyzed man that was healed from his friend's faith, mm-hmm. from like going in yeah. through, they was like, mm-hmm. it's no room to go inside. All right, a lot of people would have went home, but they was like, no, we right. not giving up. Right. <laughs> We're going to come in through the roof. Yeah, I just love that. Like, that's the people that, you know, you want to surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another thing that hit my spirit as well when dealing with friends, this is for my fellas out there. This hit my spirit. I don't know why. I guess God wanted me to hit on it. Fellas, it's okay to have an attractive female as just a friend. Uh-oh. Hello. Oh, gotta, hello. We better get it. Listen, cool. listen. Can't do it. I had to, I, 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 like, I wasn't always like this, but I had to, like, learn, you know what I mean, as you mm-hmm. go older. You know what I mean? You don't got to go at everything beautiful that you see. You don't got to even be a take out on a date. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Like, just be friends with her. Like, let that be your homegirl. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, you be needing that from time to time, for real, for real. And, like, you get more out of the relationship when you just see it from a bird's eye view. Like, when you're so close, especially for my guys and girls, because girls be doing it too. Yeah, bro, they do. Hey, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they do. <laughs> but you get so, you could you can really see the person for who they are. You can see how um, you can help them and they can help you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we so stuck on transactional relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when I say relationships, I mean like just in general, not just boyfriend, girlfriend, but relationships across the board, friendships, family, whatever. Like it's so transactional nowadays. Like, what can you do for me? Like, but how can we help each other? How can we help each other grow? How can we be there for each other? It's not, it's like a, what can I get out of you? How can I use you? So like even that, having guys or like bros that want to shoot their shot or mm-hmm. girls that want to shoot their shot, it's like. How about you just get to know them yeah. and, see, and see what you find? Because yeah. they might actually be a cool person. Some cool people, person to have around. Yeah. To talk you to me? and be with and, you know, do stuff with. Like, some people are genuinely great people just to be friends. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that comes from, like, people not knowing how to be friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's don't. no rule book mm-hmm. for, like, oh, how to be a good friend. We were just taught, like, be loyal, be loving, be kind, um, be there for each other. We weren't really taught like the nitty gritty of it. Like when when is it time to walk away? When is it time to hold them accountable? And even when you hold them accountable, how can I receive it well? Ooh, like it's that's good. And, we weren't and, taught. Any and of taking that. it even deeper, like a lot of us haven't gotten or been delivered from lust. Yeah. So like, as soon as we see somebody that's attractive, we like yeah. attractive. You feel me? Like yeah, you I got know it. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just. Once you, like like I said, spending time with God, you know what I'm saying? Just spending that time with him and learning and growing and developing, him working on your character, mm-hmm. you'll begin to look at things differently. What's crazy is I had a, I had a friendship, like a bro sis shit for like four or five years. And I mean, like, we bro sis, like, ah, like, we talking each other out of business and all that advice. Like, it was great. Then, like, the fifth year, I'm like, he, he started, like, making a little... Uh, Suggestion, Uh-oh. and I'm like, hold up now, yeah. <laughs> we ain't never did that. <laughs> we ain't never did that. And then he like, yeah, I'm trying to see what's up with you. I'm like, in what regard? Right. And I'm like, but you've been my bro, and and it's it's such a crazy feeling because it's like I feel I felt so lied to and deceived. Like, did mm. you really get to know, like I can I don't feel like I could date somebody that I've been friends with to that capacity mm. because like you know too much about me. And so now, like, you can use the things you know against me if we were ever to date. Like, that's just how I feel. Mm. Even that, like, I feel like that's manipulative. Because you you knew that. Like, you see what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that could have been the same reason why he thought that y'all could be more than friends. Since yeah. he did 
did know or does know so much about you. But that might, I, that might be. She said that just rubbed me the wrong way. All but it's like, no, the way, like, at some point you knew that uh, you felt the feelings. And you didn't say. And you went four years, four or five years, like, cold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's either you do or you don't. And I don't know. Like, I don't. That's pretty whack to me. I don't know. It's pretty lame. She ain't rocking with it. <laughs> no. But yeah, man, it's just, you know what I mean? A lot of damage can get done too when mm. when you do, well, when you always immediately try to like, I guess, force a romantic relationship mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. just, you know, let's just be friends. Mm-hmm. Because like, I feel like everybody was put on earth to like help each other out. And mm-hmm. so- if this person was supposed to help me in a way and I end up like ruining that relationship, it's like, dang, I'm I'm really missing out on something that, you know, that they could have helped me with somewhere down the line. Right. But, and especially with like, you said kingdom brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we all working in the kingdom, right. And we all have important things that we add and we can bring mm-hmm. and you don't want to look around and be like, dang, I done tried to talk to like everybody, everybody in this world. room. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, this is another viewpoint yeah, of that's it. very true. You look around and be like, dang, I, I know everybody in here. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the best things <laughs> about um, like having friends right now for me is like the confirmation that like, because I don't get everything right. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm I'm a baby Christian. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm growing. I might be a toddler now. I'm not a baby. But, like, my, you know, my relationship with God is growing and I'm constantly just developing. He's constantly, you know, developing me. But, you know, sometimes I can feel like, dang, I'm a hypocrite or less than who Mm -hmm. I say I am. And so it's, it feels like pretty good to have my friends that aren't too much into Christianity or into religion, like, recognize the fact, like, Yesterday, for an example, we were talking about, me and my homegirl, we were talking about um, the DJ. He wasn't doing what needed to be done. And I'm like, I'm about to get on up. He's like, yeah, go play some gospel music. And it's like, even that little interaction, like, she knows, she knows what, what my playlist for. looks like. Yep. And so, like, me getting on Ux, what am I getting on Ux for? <laughs> I don't have anything to offer y'all. But just that, that there just shows her, like, she know what it is when, when, we, mm-hmm. when it's me. So, yeah, like, that's a good feeling too when your friends can recognize yeah. and like certain stuff. She be like, "Oh yeah, my homegirl don't do that," cause she, you know, she hiring God like this. Yeah. And so you know, she do what she do, I do what I do, but we both just know what it is with each other. And she doesn't put me in situations that have to defend who I say I am. That's like she good. just be like, "We got it. You, you were, and you can. You don't have to do it." And see, a lot of people aren't as like nice about it either. Right. Some people like be trying to be funny and like low key yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. But honestly, that's that actually is good because mm-hmm. they just shows that they do recognize, recognize and understand. Yep. And it's like, all right, you laughing at me, but like God back me up. Hello. So yeah. watch out. Yeah, exactly. Switching gears a little bit. Spiritual discernment. Ooh. Spiritual warfare, not discernment. Spiritual warfare. A thing that everybody goes through, especially, you know what I mean? In this walk with God, which is so real. You wake up every day and as soon as you open your eyes, yeah. something's right, right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So, Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I want, I want you to go. Uh, oh, yeah, but yeah, you know, um, spiritual warfare is definitely real. Um, from the people around you to the things that you see, 
the things that you hear, even in your dreams. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that was one thing that I had to I had to pay attention to. Like when you a kid, just like growing up, you just be thinking you be having dreams. Till like you realize, like on a spiritual spiritual sense, like now, nah, like something's going on right here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a little deeper. Like I, I started to pay attention to my dreams. Yeah, and like the enemy doesn't fight fair Mm-mm. because when you are asleep, like in a sense, you're like unconscious. And he working while you're not even in a position to defend yourself. Mm. So it just is like while you are awake and like preparing yourself, reading the Bible, watching what you watch. Yeah, watching what you're watching and uh, paying attention to what you're listening to. Because like I know for me, when I would listen to like a lot of secular music, I would have dreams like that goes along with the music I was listening to. And so... And I know the enemy was just like, man, you making this too easy for me. Like, it's already in my mind. It's already this. And so that was one of the things that really made me realize, like, oh, it's really important. Like, the little things that we do. Because, like, if you coming at me when I'm not even able to defend myself, I'm asleep. Like, that's just so wicked and evil. Mm-hmm. So, And and for me, I know when I was, like, in my deep battles with lust and I was trying to get out of it, like, uh, the enemy would do things. Like, he'll have, like, women... In my in my dreams, like trying to have sex with me, yeah. you know what I mean, stuff like that. Where it's like I started paying attention, like hold up, I think you feel me. So like, it's it's, it's real deep. It it's crazy. real deep yeah, when it, you really think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that and it's crazy you say that because <clears throat> I want to say like two years ago I learned about like incubus succubus, mm-hmm. and those are like the the demons that try to have sex with you in your sleep. Yeah, and it's real. Those it's crazy, and they say that you're closest to death when you sleep. One. And you're closest to the spiritual realm around like three, four in the morning. Right. And that's when the devil tries to do the sleep paralysis or like the wet drink, whatever. Like that's when he roams in and try to creep in. And so, like you said, if you if your guard if your gates aren't guarded and you mm. are already implanting the things that he like, you making it too easy, like you said, yeah. like oh, I can go get it right here. I already know what she want. Yep. I already know what he want. I just mm-hmm. gotta go do it. You making mm-hmm. it too easy. Making it too easy. Too easy. And it's a it's crazy because. Um, I, I like. I feel like this year alone, or really the last couple months, last couple weeks, I've really been in deep spiritual warfare. Like, um, this lady in my church, her name's Miss Latoria. She's like a prophetess, but she's like real calm about it. Like, she mm-hmm. just walk up to me and be like, she walked up to my mom and said, "I have a word for your daughter. Can I tell you?" And she was like, "No, go tell her." And she <laughs> came and told me, and she's just proclaiming all the stuff of my life. God said, "It is you gonna be this. This is who you are." And just implanting all this stuff. All the while, that whole month, that whole, you know, the times before, before she said that, I had been struggling so much with people. Like, at work. Mm. Like, just losing my cool. Like, doing, like, I'm... <clears throat> everybody know that I work hard not to cuss people out. <laughs> I work real hard. So, like... This girl's crazy. And, no, seriously, seriously. And it's so spiritual because... My mouth is the thing that I pray for so much. Like, God, please help me tame this tongue of mine, please. Because I'm like, I don't get upset easy, mm-hmm. but it's always somebody that can take me there. Yep. And so even at work, I'm like, Lord, please just allow me to go in here, represent you, be the light that you are. And, you know, keep my mouth under control. Cause, and I, tell, I re- uh, repeat to myself that, 
blessings and curses can't come from the same fountain, so you got to pick one. Yep. It's either you speaking life or death. Yep. And so I say that to myself all the time, but this girl at work <laughs> tried me. Come. And I'm like, mm. and I'm literally feeling myself getting upset. And that lady came to me that Sunday, and she's like, you've been struggling at work. Oh. And she's telling me about what I'm going through. And just when when I was at work, the girl was saying all this stuff and doing all this stuff. Um, my coworker, she goes to my church too. She was like, Marie, go pray. Mm. She already know. She already I, I can't was. handle it. I can't even get myself together. Like I can't even help the patients because I'm so, I'm like, I'm like, cause I was so fat. But God, no, I can't. Yeah. She like, go pray. As I'm walking to the bathroom to pray, I hear so we wrestling out against flesh and blood. Mm. This is that girl, that's not her. That's not the devil her. trying me and tempting yep. me because he know my prayer before I got in here. Yep. And that's that's the daily spiritual warfare when the devil uses the people closest to you and the people in your in your surroundings Sorry. to take you off your course. Mm -hmm. But you know what she said? And I wrote it down in my journal. I, I really want to go over there and get it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> We're gonna take a 10 second break. <laughs> oh, oh, she's back. Never mind. I take this journal with me because it's. I feel like it's so much in here, and it hasn't been long. But on June 25th, this is when she was telling me all this stuff about who I am. And this is when we were talking about work. And I was telling her, I'm ready to go. These people in here trying me. I don't like the mm -hmm. job no more. And I'm like, I'm just bad on it. She said, guess what? That's spiritual. God is, God is molding you and shaping you into the person that he's called you to be yeah. in the kingdom and in this world, mm -hmm. on this earth. I'm like, and she said, go home and write this down. I write it down. This was June 25th, 2023. She said, because of your faithfulness to that job and doing what God has called you to do there, because he called you there for a reason. I've been ready to go, but I know that he called me there. She said, you'll have a promotion in three months to the date. Ooh. And I'm like, look, because you know. Mm -hmm. You know I hate it then. You know I can't stand it. I need more money. Like, whatever. All these things. She's like, three months to the date. Go write it down. I wrote it down. Promotion of three months to the date. In Jesus' name, amen. I claimed it. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of the world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. And then I wrote, this was already spoken into my life by the lady, and I'm receiving and claiming this in Jesus' name. You said, write the vision and make it plain, and that if I ask anything in your name, it'll be done. I believe in your word. Thank you. Why I start the new job September 25th? <laughs> Three months to the no day. No way! Three months. Now that's powerful right there. Three so, no, to that's, the congrats, Three my dog. My dog. And it's crazy how God that. worked because with this position, I really wanted this job. Wow. And I missed the first interview. So I'm like, dang, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I missed the interview. They scheduled me another one. They're like, well, can you start on August 30th? I'm like, I got a trip. I'm not going to be. They're like, yeah, you can't miss it. And <laughs> she was like. Oh, I'm very in tune into the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was like, okay, let me call you back in two minutes. She calls me back. Can you start September 25th? I'm like, yeah, I got it. And I'm just, then I'm posting about it. And somebody like, didn't somebody just say he was going to have a promotion in three months? Mm -hmm. I go back and look at the date. And I'm like, God, you good. Well, God, you, you good. Are good. You, you did that. You did Dang. your big one. God, you good. You good. You Bruh, good. That's, that's amazing. Up. But that that's just is. that's just the the daily spiritual warfare that like people just think, oh yeah, 
that girl just trying me or that boy just trying me or he just want to get me out of here. He just want to see me sweat. No. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. devil's plan is to still kill and, and destroy. destroy. By any means. By any means. He not letting up. He going to mm. go at you for exactly what he know he can get you for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He going to use whoever, whatever. However. However. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a beautiful testimony. <laughs> Shout out to our tech team, man. They're hey! doing an amazing job. Amazing. They're doing an amazing job yes. in the back. Yes. <laughs> got, got the church uh, fan going on. <laughs> because it's hot. I'm telling you, I'm being forged to fire. As you <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, that was a beautiful testimony, man. Yeah, just a, just yeah. shows God's faithfulness. Yeah, you know what I mean, and what He's doing in the midst of things, in the midst of the trials and the tribulations, and Seriously. and things like that. Seriously. But also, when Ridley talked to um me about the topics, one thing that God wanted me to say as far as spiritual warfare, I know on this show we've been victim of saying like, and I still struggle with things. I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. and doing this sabbatical, God told me I don't. Y'all can't be saying all that no more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, he said it's time for y'all to start walking into dominion. Mm-hmm. Like, you I mean, start claiming your power. Start mm-hmm. claiming, like, you know, I used to struggle with that. But, you know what I mean? God gave me the strength to overcome that. So, yeah. on this show, that's what we're all about is walking in dominion and not saying stuck, not saying bound in those places of spiritual warfare. You know, you could easily cuss somebody out. You could easily been in a fight. You could easily got out of character. But, you know what I mean? God has given you dominion over them type of things. Yeah. So, yeah. that's what that is. Yeah. Mm. I listen to that song Dominion by Jason Nelson a lot mm. because he just talks about how the, he's naming these things. Yeah. You no longer have dominion over me because mm. the Bible says, if I resist, you have to flee. Mm. Submit yourself therefore unto God, resist the devil and he'll flee. Yeah. Yeah. So like even in that, the first step that you have to do is submit. Mm. Submit to God's will, mm. submit to his plan, submit to his purpose, submit yourself, yeah. submit your sins. Like literally just say, God, I'm yours. I want what you want yeah. from me. And when you submit yourself, resist the devil, stop doing the stuff that you've been doing, stop, you know, try to stop doing the stuff you've been doing and really walk in your submission and mm-hmm. be okay with it. Then the devil, he can't touch you. He yeah. has to flee. That's what the Bible says. So. And a lot of times people like with scriptures like that, they uh, don't apply the whole scripture. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it only works if you submit right. yourself. Yeah. So you'll be like, oh, resist the devil. It's yeah, like, hold on, hold on. Another one is all things work together for the good of those who love God. And, you know, people are like, God said all things work together. All things work together. And it's like, for those. Right. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. For those. For those. And so even that scripture there, I'm like, I know that's what. That's dope. Yeah. Well, good. You got to get in your, got to get on your Zoom. You gotta get on your Zoom. Wait, on your what? On your Zoom. It's a TikTok. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Maria be on TikTok all day. You gotta I mean, I basically saying you gotta get. <laughs> <laughs> it basically means lock in. Lock like, you gotta okay. lock in. Get read Dude. your word. Like you have to read your word. Like you can't apply a scripture you don't know. Ooh. You mm. have to get on your Zoom. What is a uh really <laughs> what's a <laughs> this girl's crazy? What is a uh Bible scripture or story that's like um, you've been on your heart with us or just love reading right now? Um, probably Romans 8, 28. All things are together good. Y'all, I think that actually is the verse of the day today. So someone asked me like what season I'm in right now. Mm. Mm. And 
I said, I forgot what I first said, but then I was like, I'm in my all things working together for the good. And they're like, do you know what scripture it is? I was like, I actually don't. So I looked it up and it was Romans 8 and 28. Mm -hmm. And the person I was talking to, he was like, that's crazy. Cause I just did a Bible study on that. Um, like last <clears throat> night. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. And I was like, I don't have a favorite verse, but I was like, hmm, this, you know, kind of like coincidence, maybe a favorite verse. The next day, he's like, look at my devotional, Romans 8 and 28. Then I go to Bible class and my pastor doesn't teach from Romans 8 and 28, but he ends up turning to that in the middle. And so I'm like, I think this is my favorite Bible verse now. Yeah. Like, it's kind of valid that this, like, clearly this is, like a special scripture. So I don't know if that's what you meant with that no, question. That's, that's but, good. Yeah. So I what do you think that. Romans 8 means to you? I mean, Romans 8 and 28 means to you. Like, how do you apply that to your situation? So when it talks about all things working together for the good, it doesn't mean that it it looks like it's good. Mm. And that the stuff you're doing is working out mm -hmm. or um yeah, it may not even be close. And so a lot of times it's like, you just got to trust in God. Like, mm -hmm. I love God. I'm obeying God. I'm doing what he says. So regardless of like what it looks like now or what's going on now, I know you, God can't lie. So this scripture says mm -hmm. all things working good. So all these things are actually working together for the good. And so I do a lot of things back home and I'm traveling a lot and this and that. And a lot of times I can get lost in the chaos. Like, yeah. what are we even doing? And God just reminds me, like, your work is not going unnoticed. Like, just wow. keep working. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. What would you call your season you're in right now? Um, I would say I'm torn between trusting God and submitting. Mm. So maybe a little bit of both. Like, I feel like... <clears throat> Right now, God is really showing up for me in a major way. <clears throat> and if I've ever had, like, any doubts, which I do sometimes, but for the most part, I know who God always say he's been to me. But I feel like at this point, I'm trusting God with bigger, like, mm. with my more. Like, I have so many plans and visions and things that I know I want to do and things that I'm trying to accomplish and get done right now. And God is like, I'm going to work it out. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. And so, like, even with that, like, with the job, like, that was me trusting God. Because I literally had five other jobs that I had got offered for. But it was about allowing God to, I could have been quit, but I had to sit in it, sit in the chaos, mm -hmm. sit in the drama, sit in this and trust him. And then I think the other part of that is submission. <laughs> I'm telling you that that, that, that part of my faith, I I'm probably better at trusting God than I am at submitting. It's easy to say, yeah, submit yourself to God. Like, yeah, his will for mine. But seriously, it's hard when you want to go left yeah. and he's trying to get you to go right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, but God, I see the, I see right, the rainbow like, I right there. Like, it's what I need. Right there. And he's like, but I got the galaxy yeah. over there Ooh. for you. And I'm like, can't see it. But it's, it's, it's submission and allowing God's voice to be the biggest voice in your ear. Like, yeah, mommy said that. Yeah, my homegirl said that. Yeah, big Joe over there said this. But God said, I'm going to, you know, make your path straight. Mm -hmm. So trust me, submit to me, and I'll do it. 
So I feel like that's 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 where I am. I've been reading a lot of Romans too, and really just understanding what a what a what a Christian does. Yeah. Like who who is a Christian? Who is a Christ follower? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to be doing? What am I am I locked in like I say I am? Like I'm really just trying to refine and like get to the nitty gritty. Like, yeah. I, I'm 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 I feel like I'm in a very developmental stage. Mm. That's exactly where a lot of us are too, especially at our age. Yeah. In that mid early twenties, in that developmental stage mm-hmm. for things mm-hmm. to come. So yeah. where would you say you are? Like I'm what? glad you asked. Y'all put, y'all use <laughs> Y'all don't usually ask me questions on this show. I noticed that too. But um, it's crazy because uh, uh, last Sunday, um, I give I gave a little mini sermon at my church. Mm-hmm. Maria, you probably didn't watch. It's oh, <laughs> just embarrassing. <laughs> and Sean probably didn't either. I told them to watch. I'm gonna send it to you. I yeah, know you don't watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, when I was praying to God about you know what I mean what what does He want me to tell His people. And he talks to me in like riddles and stuff like that. But he said, um, tell him to stay on the altar. Mm-hmm. And that's what season I'm in. And basically, if you were to watch, but it talked about, <laughs> it talked about, um, I elaborated on basically like, um, a lot of us, you know what I mean? When we come to God, we're on fire for Jesus. You know what yeah. I mean? We're doing the little things. We're in our word. We're praying. We're listening to gospel music. But then, you know, life starts getting in the way. Yep. And I mean, your own personal goals and ambitions start to creep up on mm-hmm. you. And like, you take your eyes off of Jesus. You know what I mean? You get off the altar. You know what I'm saying? And growing and doing podcasts and content creations, you start getting caught up in the likes and the, and the yeah, followers yeah. And, and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you, you kind of got off the altar. Um, and even uh, one thing he wanted me to elaborate on was competition. Mm. And I mean, how much like, we're competing in the kingdom for what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be coming together. Like, when we come together, it's beautiful. It's yeah. powerful. Like, the world can't do nothing with us when we're together. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? But when we start to compare and we start to, I'm trying to outdo them and that, and you get lost. I mean, you get taken off the altar. So, just staying on the altar. You know what I mean? Just staying at Jesus' feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but God, God is, that's where I'm at, on the altar in this season. That's I like good. it. Yeah, it was a, I like it. You might want to watch the sermon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. How, how about you play it in the car? That was a crazy stutter right there. Anyway, how about you No, I don't, I don't like car. hearing my voice. Me either. Yeah, I don't Me like either. That's oh true. Oh, my gosh. It is crazy. We all talk. <laughs> we all I don't talk. like hearing my yeah. voice. But one last thing before we get up out of here. We want to touch on patience. Patience. Mm. Patience. What does it mean to be patient to you? Mm. Um, I feel like attitude goes a lot in patience because sometimes if like if we wait for something for a long time, we'd be like, well, clearly I have patience because I just I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you was mad the whole time. <laughs> you was complaining the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's like that don't really count. And so um, that was something that God had to deal with me with because I was like, look at all this time I've been waiting and it's like, but none of this counts because your attitude was right. not right about it. Yeah. And also a lot with patience, um, staying faithful while in your like patient wait season again. because yeah. um, sometimes like it's kind of easy to wait when we know it's going to happen. And so amid, amidst us waiting, we kind of like, is it going to happen? And, you know, that can kind of play a big hand too. And while we waiting so long because... Mm-hmm. You done forgot what you was even waiting for. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, it's kind of my spill on patience. It's beautiful. How about you? I feel like patience is one of those things that we take for granted. The train is going crazy. <laughs> I think the Can window's open that? to you. The window's open to you. Go, that's why. Um, I feel like patience is something that we like take for granted that we just speak so much of, but mm -hmm. really have no idea or understanding about what patience really is. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's about your heart posture. Mm -hmm. like, I can wait. I can. I feel like people confuse waiting and patience. Mm. I don't feel like they're the same thing. They're one and the same, but waiting is like I can I can wait. I can wait, but patience is when your heart is in the right yeah. place. It's when you have peace in the midst of your patience, when you're allowing God to talk to you, when you're when you're hearing God's voice and you're sitting there waiting patiently. You're not just waiting like, oh, like, right. come on, where, where's it coming? Like, you're not complaining. you like, God, I trust you. And you worshiping and you praising God in the midst of you waiting mm -hmm. and in the midst of you being patient. So I feel like, like you said, it's about your heart posture and it's about, you know, your communication with God. Yeah. And I feel like you only know that you're being patient and you're waiting when, because God will tell you, just go. Mm. Now's the time, run, go. But he'll also say, like, I need you to wait on me. Yeah. I need you to be patient because, like I said, I want to go left, but you want me to go right because there's something bigger over there for me. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I feel like people just say patience is a virtue. And like, yeah. <laughs> and it is. But really, that's that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we actually have to take serious. And that's actually one of God's commandments mm. is be patient with, with him, with yourself, with your friends and the people yeah. around you. Because patience, <clears throat> patience is a form of love yeah, or a oh. sign of love. And so if I really say I love God, then I have to be patient with his will and his process. If I say that I love myself, then I got to be patient with myself to give myself grace. If I love my friends and my family, I got to be patient with them and give them grace because that's what God told us to do. So I feel like it's beyond just waiting. And like when you said patience is like an act of love, because being patient is understanding that it's important that I get everything I need in this season of me being waiting. patiently waiting. So when it does come, it'll be full and fruitful mm -hmm. because like God can just give us anything we want. Mm -hmm. But if, if he didn't equip us and prepare us, like it won't it won't be what we think it will be. And so having patience is understanding that like mm -hmm. I don't want to rush this because mm -hmm. I want it to be beautiful and what God designed it to be. So Yeah, that's and the that's something about that's it that a way. lot like <clears throat> a lot of people talk about like how we squander our wealth mm -hmm. because we're not equipped and we didn't wait yeah. for the developing and the, the refining and allowing growth. God to reshape us to be able to be good stewards over the blessings that he gives us. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, we can't uh, maintain the blessings if we aren't right character-wise. Mm. Like we can't uh, maintain the people that he gives us if we're not right character-wise. Like people like, oh, I wanna, even me, like I'm like, Lord, <clears throat> <laughs> when we gonna get this going? Cause I'm tired. <laughs> But I'm like, am I even in a place to have a boyfriend? Am I even in a place to, to be somebody's wife? Like, right. am I there? And then when I look at who God says wife is, I'm like, Proverbs 30. Well, I, I don't even do nothing. I can't even go. <laughs> I can't. 
So, like, <laughs> if God gave me a great man right now, I probably would run him away. Man. You mm. really and talking. That's good. Yeah. So, you have to, like, you got to get on your Zoom, bro. You, you got to get on Zoom. No, nah, that's actually Whatever. good. That's actually good. Because I'm not, I mean, as much as I said, like, I want to, uh, one of my goals was to be married before 30. Still is. We'll see what God does. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh. You got time. Yeah, I got time. (laughs) Okay, come on. Yeah. He's going to say I'm old. Yeah, like, yeah. You on the clock? Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But I know, like, as of today, I'm not in a position to be a husband. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about, like you said, that character development and Mm -hmm. this, that, and the third, because I could run somebody off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not there yet. So. Right. Just staying patient, staying with God. I think patience comes with like growing with God and walking with God. Right, I don't right. think you come out the room with just having patience. Right. You know, I, mean? I feel like that's developed over time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And spending time with him. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful we'll see thing. what happens before 30, though. Yeah. <laughs> Saves and such. Y'all invited to the wedding. Hello. All, all, the, all the fans. Can I be your, I didn't say fans. Can I, I be your best fans. woman? My what? Your best woman? Can I put a suit on and stand behind you? You can be the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can be the DJ. Okay. So she like to get on all. I got you. I got Save you. me money. <laughs> oh, you oh that must be you. Me. You gonna pay me? No. Oh. Pay me when I when I work. Oh, I got pay. I got pay you to be DJ. Yeah. So, yeah, nah. you doing this for the Lord? No, I wasn't. But the, listen, the Lord didn't ask me to do that. You did. Oh. Uh, so you go hold on, hold on, hold on. But listen though, listen though. I'll pay you though, but you gotta pay me today for Righteous Town. <laughs> and this has been another episode of Saved and, and Such. Sex. Before we get out of here, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? Um, you you said what's the latest legacy? legacy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what is the legacy you want to leave behind? Like, well, like the- in this world, yeah. Mm. I ask everybody that comes on here. What's the legacy? Man, I just honestly want God to use me in a way where people look at me and be like, man, God is real. Yeah. Because I know some people like that. That's a good and so answer. that's, a that's what answer. I want people to see. That's a great answer. This yeah. has been another episode. I feel like we needed this. I needed this. Anyway. You got a sparkling eyes. Anybody ever told you that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I just been looking like eyes just. You said you got on makeup? Yeah. No, it's like your eyeballs. Like you have a oh. sparkle there. That- <laughs> Thank you. Maybe it's the light. Nice. Maybe it's, you know, the light that God gave you. Aww. That's nice. <laughs> that was sweet. Words of affirmation. What's, what's, what's in my eyes, Marie? <laughs> Deceit. <laughs> this has been another episode you know of Saved. Another episode of Saved and Such, man. You can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. <laughs> we back we here the sabbatical's been great it's been a blessing uh, it's an honor just to hear from God to be used by God so oh yeah oh, oh yeah. socials. I got a whole lot so to save time just put it all in the- <laughs> we're gonna put it on the screen put it okay. in the screen we're gonna put it all on the screen but we appreciate y'all for locking in shout out to everybody from Alabama that's been watching the Humphrey family we yeah. know y'all watching so we thank y'all we appreciate y'all love Peace and chicken grease.